It's interesting that this message is all about wholeness through the cross of Jesus Christ. And we're still going to break bread at the end of this message. So just be ready there because it's about the divine exchange. You know, uh, one of the things we need to realise is that healing and wholeness come through the cross of Jesus Christ. And that is the the pinnacle of the Christian faith. It says in 1 Corinthians 8.18, and we're sorry we won't get the scriptures up because we've had to move directly onto this Facebook Live, um, but it says this, for the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The cross is the power of God. And this is where all of the blessings, all of the forgiveness that we live in, the gift of righteousness. Some people say, oh, is the gospel just a cheap message? No, it is the most expensive message because Jesus paid the ultimate price to free us, uh, to die for us, that we can be made whole. And so it's so key right now. The Bible says you shall know the truth, know it in your heart, and the truth will set you free. So what is the divine exchange? It's when we come to God and we give him the things that are wrong in our life. And through the cross, through what Jesus has done, we receive his blessings in return. Now, I do want to highlight the cross is a two-way, it's a, it's, a two, uh, it's a two-edged sword. The cross brings us God's, um, God's forgiveness, God's blessing, God's healing, but it also makes a demand on us. It tells us, Jesus said, if you want to be my follower, my disciple, you need to take up your cross and follow me. And so the cross calls us to be a follower of Jesus, to deny ourselves, not just to live for me, myself and I, but to live for God, because that's ultimately where we find true fulfillment. It's a divine exchange. Um, you, we, we give God our rubbish and he's this weedy plant, this horrible thing. And God gives us his blessing that's the exchange at the cross and you know what we need to keep exchanging those things because the enemy will try and give you back what you gave to God and you need to keep giving it back to God <laughs> and you need to keep receiving what God has done at the cross and if you don't receive it the enemy can come and he can lie to you and he can distort the things. The cross is the, the, the centerpiece of the Christian faith. Christian faith is not a self-improvement program. You are not in your own strength able to improve yourself. Uh, it is not a, just a positive thinking religion. It is thinking what God says because of the cross. And so it's knowing that truth in our lives to keep putting it on the cross where it belongs. You know, one minister friend of, uh, that we know, he talked about, um, it talked about 
um, uh, God saying, give me my stuff. Give me my stuff. And it's giving him what Jesus has paid for. Okay, um, so the first thing is the thing we all celebrate. Isaiah 53, 5. He was pierced, but he was punished that we might be forgiven. We, he was pierced for our transgressions, Isaiah 53, 5. He was crushed for our iniquities. Um, uh, you know, all of us have have fallen short of the glory of God. Sin literally means to miss the mark. We've all, the Bible says, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. There's not one person, but Jesus was punished. He, it says that he, he was crushed for our iniquities. He was pierced for our transgression. All the punishment for our forgiveness was on the cross. So today, if you are suffering with condemnation, if you are suffering uh, with feeling I am utterly useless, unworthy, uh, do you want to hold me with both hands, Gary? Um, then I would just say to you, give it to Jesus and receive afresh his forgiveness. Uh, secondly, Jesus was made sin with our sinfulness that we might be made righteous with his righteousness. The, uh, one of my favourite verses of scripture is 2 Corinthians 5.21. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, that in him, that in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. Do you know, Jesus, when he hung on that cross, it wasn't just the physical suffering that he endured. He, who had never sinned, he lived a sinless life. All the sin of the world was born by him. It was placed on him. All of it, everything, he came to take away the sin of the world. So our sin was put on Jesus. That now it says this that his righteousness, we might become the righteousness of God. Now, that is amazing. It is uh, like one of these books here. We come into Christ. He has, he, he has put us in himself. And now when God looks at us, he sees us clothed, not in our righteousness, our righteousness naturally speaking, is like a filthy rag. We are clothed in his righteousness. And saints, we need to wear that robe, like Joseph's multicolored dream coat, as they say. Uh, we need to wear the robe of righteousness because God has paid for you to do that. That's the thing. Is uh, It talks in Romans and Romans 10 free. They did not submit to the righteousness of God. Sometimes I want to try and uh, earn it or, pay, you know, but Jesus says, just receive what I have given you through the cross of Jesus Christ. You give him your sin, he gives you his righteousness. And you know, if I bought you a new house and you never lived in it, I'd be a bit upset. Sometimes we think, well, it's just, I'm not worthy of it. That's right. You're not worthy. I'm not worthy. None of us are worthy. 
but Jesus has paid for you to receive his righteousness. Please, he paid for it. Live in the good of what God has done. Has done. Number three, Jesus was made a curse that we might receive his blessing. You know, Galatians 3.13 says this, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. The curse has come on Jesus. You know, that's one reason why uh, some Jewish people struggle to believe how could our Messiah be cursed. It goes right back to Deuteronomy where uh, it predicts his death. Cursed is he who hangs on a tree. Jesus took everything we believe, uh, everything that was uh, we, we should have. We should, you know, uh, we when you break the law, you come under a curse, as, as it talks in the Old Testament. Well, instead of coming under the curse, in Christ, we have come under the blessing. Ephesians 1.3, he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And so now Jesus, as he hung on that cross, he took the curse that belonged to us and we receive his blessing. Do you know one of the every day near enough, I thank God for the blessing of God that I have in Christ Jesus. And, you know, it, it talks about when we're in Adam, Romans 5.17, through one man's offence, death reigned through the one. How much more those who receive the grace and gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. We have been blessed. We are no longer in Adam, under the curse, under uh, judgment, under death. We are now under Jesus, uh, we are under the blessing of God. We're under the goodness of God because we're in Christ. Now, do we fall short? Yes, but just come and receive afresh the provision of the cross. Jesus endured our poverty that we might share his abundance. 2 Corinthians 8, 9 says this, He became poor that through his poverty we might become rich. Well, I'm not talking about getting stretch limos and daft stuff like that. I'm talking about the fact that in Christ, it says we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. To, uh, to Ephesians 2, 7, that the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus is going to be shown to us. We are under this incredible, we are rich in Christ. We, we have all that we are complete in him. We live in his uh, completed work of the cross. We cannot add to the work of the cross. We can give a life laid down and devoted to serve the kingdom of God. We can give ourselves to him fully and 100%. But what he has done at the cross, he has, he became poor. He lost everything. He gave everything that we can be blessed. Number five, Jesus endured my rejection that I might have his acceptance with the Father. Isaiah 53 says this, he was despised and rejected by men, 
you know, we all experience rejection in life. You know, when I became a Christian, I lost all my friends. They couldn't relate to me anymore. They couldn't understand why I was the way I was. Uh, and they couldn't understand why I wasn't doing the things I was doing before. Uh, but, you know, he, um, I was, uh, I experienced that rejection. But Jesus came from heaven. He came from a place of total acceptance, total uh, blessing. He was honored. He was worshipped. And he came. And the Bible says he came to his own. But they didn't receive him. Or many didn't receive him. And now in Christ, it says this. Uh, he, he experienced all that rejection that we can be accepted. Ephesians 1, 6, he has made us accepted in the beloved. You are in the beloved. You're in Christ, the beloved one. And in him, God the Father, they, the whole Trinity accepts you because Jesus was rejected. He was despised that you can be accepted. At times you may feel rejected you may feel that can i tell you put, give your rejection to god he took it on the cross that you might know god's acceptance he was cut off that we might be joined to the lord you know as jesus died on that cross he cried out my god my god why have you forsaken me i believe it talks about darkness covering the land at that time i believe at that time jesus was not only suffering physically the torturous death he he was he was cut off the father turned his face as it were as he bore the sin of mankind he was cut off for that moment for the own the only time he felt he was separated from the father in that sense he was cut off but that was so we can be it says in 1 corinthians 6 17 that we might be one in spirit we are one in spirit with the lord that we can be joined to god sin cut us off from god from that full wonderful relationship now he was cut off that we can enjoy a restored relationship. What Adam and Eve lost, we can restore. And, and we're going to see him face to face. And we're going to live in, uh, in the ages to come in bliss and in joy. He was cut off that we can be joined to the Lord. He was wounded that we can be healed. Isaiah 53, 5. By his wounds, we are healed. I just want to encourage you, if you're suffering physically, let the word of God wash over you. Uh, it talks about Jesus likened himself to uh, the, uh, as Moses lifted up that bronze serpent, Numbers 21, 9 says, as the people would be, were suffering from the plague, from the snake bite, looked at that as they gazed intently, literally is what it means in Hebrew. It says they were healed. As we look at the cross, we see God's healing at the cross. And I just want to encourage you, or everyone, uh, look to the cross. That's where the provision of Calvary is. Meditate on what Jesus has done. And lastly, he tasted death for us, that we may share his life. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death 
in order that Christ, who was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. Jesus tasted death, that we who lived under death and were doomed to die, in a sense, might share his life. That's life in the here and now. We might live, it says, in the newness of life, Romans 6, 4. Uh, the same spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead dwells in our mortal body. And so we can walk in the newness of life in the here and now. You know, there's a cork in you. It says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. There's a pull into life in you. Every day you can give in to the flesh or you can draw on the spirit of life that dwells within you. We can walk in his new life. That cork, you can put a cork at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. It will shoot to the top. The greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The overcomer is in you. The overcomer dwells in you. And so I just want to encourage you today. And I, it's interesting, we had so many difficulties today. So much is I just want to encourage you, because the enemy keeps trying to dump things back on you, dump your falling shorts back on you, dump how you see yourself in the old man. It's not an old man, you're a new creation. Old things have passed away. I want to encourage you to let him, in that divine exchange, give you his forgiveness, receive his righteousness, receive his healing, receive that new life that he has come to give you. Receive his acceptance. You are accepted in the beloved. Receive his gift of righteousness, the righteousness of God himself in Christ. Receive the fact you are joined to the Lord. The cross has reunited all who will receive Jesus as Lord and Saviour with God. We can live in the fullness of what Jesus has done at that cross. Let's pray, and then we're going to break bread. Father, I just want to thank you for all that you have done at the cross. I just want to thank you. We're to, to, to some, it's foolishness. But to us, it is the power of God. And I want to thank you, Father, for the power of God through the cross, to give us forgiveness, to give us righteousness, to give us wholeness, to remove rejection from us, to give us uh, that fantastic relationship with us, that we might be joined to the Lord, that we might walk in the newness of life. And so I just ask, Father, for each one of us, just do that exchange in your own heart. If any of those things you're holding on to rejection, you're holding on to pain, give it to Jesus right now. And if you don't know Jesus, you can receive him into your heart and life. Well, Carrie is going to lead us in breaking bread. Uh, and Vaughan is going to hold the camera. Uh, and so let's, as we seal up this uh, this, this message on the divine exchange, let's appropriate this as we break bread together. Yeah. 
So just to, to say thank you, Lord, because he gives us that exchange today. And it all happened at the cross. The exchange happened at the cross. And he gave us beauty for ashes. He gave us the oil of joy, gladness instead of mourning. He gave us life instead of death. And so today we thank Jesus that his body was broken for us, that he took everything, every punishment that should have been on us. He took upon himself. And he brought us peace with God and peace with one another. He brought us life when we should have had death. He brought yes. us hope when we would have despair. He brought us all the blessings that we have in Jesus. So thank you, Jesus, that your body was broken for us. The body of Christ broken for you. Amen. The body of Christ is broken. Thank you, Jesus, that this cup is the new covenant in your blood. Thank you today. We have a new covenant in your blood, which means every blessing that we've had and our relationship with you can never, ever be taken from us. So we thank you, Lord, that we have your covenant today. In Jesus' name, the blood of Jesus shed for you. The blood of Jesus is shed for you, Carrie. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the exchange at the cross. Thank you for every blessing that comes from the cross in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we are going to say, share the blessing one with another. We won't have the words, but we'll say them. Yeah. And you can say them among yourselves. I think most of us know it by now anyway. Yeah. Number 624. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy the sunshine today. God bless. <laughs> Bye. See you soon. Bye-bye.